Yeah, this is another episode of the Cafe Americaine podcast. I am your host, Chris Michaels, and we talk about politics, energy work, crazy paranormal activities, and current trends. Trends that are so far ahead of the curve that sometimes you need to give me four years or five years to make these trends come true because I'm so brilliant half the time. I do have somebody with me. Uh, it's She's four-footed and furry, and uh, she is a distraction to no end, but she's a cute distraction, and I can't help it every once in a while. I got to pit this one. Uh, otherwise... You can listen to the Cafe American podcast on Podbean, on Stitcher, and iTunes. Also, I do another bi-weekly podcast called Resonance. And on Resonance, we speak – it's more esoteric, more metaphysical. And we really try to delve into uh, Earth's and mankind's ancient past to find out why things are the way they are in the present day. You can listen to Resonance on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, and YouTube. So – Find us all over the place, mainly on iTunes if you want. And Podbean is what I really watch. So if you want to make me happy, go over to Podbean and just hit play. So it looks like I got a lot of fucking downloads. And maybe, just maybe, I can monetize the whole thing. Uh, so the other day, yes, hi. <laughs> so the other day I was in New York City. It, New York City is okay for a visit. I am not a city person. I, I generally will go out into the country and drink wine in the vineyards and get lost there. Um, but in New York City, when I went, you know, I swallowed and got ice in my mouth. Yeah, there's a joke in there somewhere. Yes, it's only ice. It's not anything else. Um, so I went to New York City, and it was miserable miserable in New York City. It was cold. It was wet. It was rainy. I didn't want to be there because of those reasons, not for anything else. But it's just if you've been to New York City when it's cold, wet in the spring and gray out, it's, you don't want to be there. It's not fun. You just want to run from place to place to place, essentially drinking your way through the day so that you don't really have to put up with the, the cold and the wind and the whatever and the rain. So I... Oh, boy. I just so happened to have been really, really thirsty, and I decided to go into a Trader Joe's. Now, the Trader Joe's in New York City has massive lines, they, and these lines wrap around the store. But the registers, you can access the registers anywhere. You could just walk in, and all of a sudden you're by a register. But they don't tell you where the line starts. So I just waltzed in to, the, to where all of the registers are, and I tried to get online because that's what it looks like. Not realizing that they have a line director, and this person is directing people to the lines with a wand in the air. To the registers, with a wand in the air. And, well, I, I, I just jump online, and this woman says, uh-uh-uh-uh, no, no, I am not giving up my spot for you just because you have one water. And she gives me this whole bit, and I look at her, like, not realizing that I, uh, that I had to cut, like, 50 people. I look at her and I go, I curse her out. I say, fuck you. Who the fuck are you? And she decides to up the ante. And she decides to call me a misogynist. <laughs> so just because 
I tell this woman to go fuck herself. Not realize, and she's completely right. She should have told me to go fuck myself, not me telling her to go fuck myself, because I cut 50 people. Uh, it's not... <laughs> Just because she's a woman, and I tell her to go fuck herself, and subsequently eat me, I am a misogynist. And that is what's going on in this world today. You cannot insult a woman simply due to her rudeness or <laughs> her idiocy anymore, especially in New York City, thanks to the uh, Me Too movement. No, you can't do that anymore. If you do anything against a woman, immediately you are a wife-beating misogynist. So, that, I mean, I really wish I had the wherewithal to get involved in that. Simply because, you know, I mean, if you... It, it, listen, sweetheart, if you're acting like a fucking asshole and I call you a fucking asshole, then you've just got to deal with it and realize that this is a personal shortcoming and it has nothing to do with me being a misogynist and hating women. I mean, get over yourself. I mean, you everybody runs to these stupid little minority thing you know oh my god you think i'm a jerk just because i'm black just because i'm asian you're racist just because i am a woman you think you're a misogynist and uh, no no i don't see race i don't see gender i do see gender i like looking at the opposite sex <laughs> um especially if it's the top of the hour of the hourglass figure um, so, the thing is this, I rarely see gender, and I, ra I rarely see race. If I'm c telling you to go fuck yourself, it comes from the bottom of my heart. I truly mean, go fuck yourself based upon your personality, and your own limitations as a human being. It has nothing to do with whether or not you got tits, or internal plumbing. Trust me, sweetheart, I don't, <laughs> as I call the person sweetheart, saying that I'm not a misogynist. <laughs> anyway. Oh, what else? Oh, well, you know, lately, I don't know what the deal is, but everything that I try to do takes 15 billion steps. I, I can't just go from point A to point B lately. For some reason, I've got to deal with all sorts of issues and I've got to deal with delays and annoying people. I, I, do, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And honestly, it's extremely frustrating. And I've had enough of it. I mean, I, just to try. And I, I can't tell you the amount of hours that I've spent at the DMV lately. I, and, and the thing is, that the thing that, that really kills me about the DMV is that they don't tell you what you need. So I waited at the DMV for two solid hours. Now, I asked them what I needed before I showed up. I asked them. And they said, oh, you need this and that. Okay, no problem. So I bring those two things. And as soon as I, I fuck around for two hours, scratching ass, I finally see somebody. And they say, oh, no, you can't because you don't have this, this, and that. And I go, this is the third time I've been here. What? How come nobody told me this before? So anyway, I've just been dealing with just every and every single 
aspect of everything. I've been dealing with that crap. So it's it's that kind of mentality. You know, oh, you want to do this? Well, no, you can't do that. So speaking of pitfalls and speaking of people delaying things, and finally somebody is coming out about this. Brussels is ahead of the curve here. And this is being reported by the Brussels Times that they are telling people or telling these wireless companies to go shove it because we're not going to install the 5G wireless network. And the 5G wireless network is, oh boy, we can download porn faster and we can hook up our smart houses to 5G to uh, 5g that's the main reason why they want 5g out there is because 5g allows them to create the internet of things where your appliances and your television and everything else is hooked up to a main network and it also with 5g allows them to literally see through walls and so this is what you're looking at. This is the 1984 in 2019. And everybody, oh, God, we want faster download speeds. Uh, what? You want faster download speeds? I mean, it, it's fine the way it is now, and I'm all for progress, but don't, don't, don't piss on my leg here and tell me it's raining. I mean, this, is, this has nothing to do with that. And it has been, it has been proven that plants are affected by 5G. Uh, cells are affected by 5G. There are a ton of side effects in, are, are coming out about 5G. So in July, the government concluded an agreement with three telecom operators to relax the strict radiation standards in Brussels. It says right there that 5G is a radiation hazard. And the government said, eh, well, we'll, we'll relax it. Just like the United States government relaxed the cesium uh, require not requirements, but the uh, what the levels of cesium in the environment, they've raised that. So it's uh, what was an unsafe level is now safe, thanks to Fukushima. Uh, I cannot welcome such technology if the radiation standards, which must protect the citizen, are not respected. Five G or not, said environmental minister Fremont. Uh, and the people of Brussels are not guinea pigs whose health I can sell at a profit. We cannot leave anything to doubt, and so on and so forth. 5G cell towers are more dangerous than any other cell tower for two main reasons. First, compared to earlier versions, 5G is ultra-high frequency and ultra-high intensity. 1, 2, 3, 4G used between 1 to 5 gigahertz frequency. 5G uses between 24 to 90 gigahertz frequency. Within the RF radiation portion of the electromagnetic spectrum, the higher the frequency, the more dangerous it is to living organisms. So it's going to be... It's going to be anywhere from four times the intensity to... 18 times the intensity of what it is now. So if people have uh, electromagnetic sensitivity, which I think I do, if you're in a work environment, an office environment, and they've got Wi-Fi all over the place and those horrid lights, those terrible, terrible lights, and, you, and you're marooned in a fuzzy box all day on the cube farm, 
you, you can get you, you easily get distracted. You get memory loss. Not not because your job is boring, which it probably is, but because of all of that radiation and those horrid lights. There, it will ruin you. It will ruin you. And so that's that's what they're talking about here. They're increasing potentially the amount of radiation that is emitted in the electromagnetic spectrum by up to 18 times. And this is going to blanket civilization. It's not going to be just in the city. It's going to blanket the country and multiple countries. So then you have to ask yourself, why do they want to increase the disruption in the electromagnetic spectrum by up to 18 times? And there was another article that came out this week. It talks about how human beings have the same kind of receptors in their body as birds and other aminals. That, yes, I know it's animals and other animals that migrate. So the animal kingdom uses little sensors. Essentially, there are little compasses in their noses or beaks, and they follow the electromagnetic lines that go across the Earth. And, you know, when it's winter, they follow the lines one way, and when it's summer, it's the other way, and so on and so forth. Now, there has been a global shift in the electromagnetic lines that blanket the Earth. And now you understand why whales have been beaching themselves. Now you understand why fish have been dying in droves, where all of a sudden they're all dead, and why birds are dying out, and, why, and they're just falling from the sky because they're exhausted. The lines on the Earth, the electromagnetic frequency lines that go across the planet have shifted, so all the migratory patterns are out of whack. You can find stories everywhere about whales and porpoises and dolphins, how they beach themselves. They, they drag them back into the water, and then they beach themselves again. It's not that they're committing suicide. It's that the migratory patterns, based upon the electromagnetic lines of the Earth, I've rolled over that word, uh, they've been changed. So where it used to be water is now land. And that's what's going on here. Now you have to ask yourself, why are they? Why do they have such a hard on to get 5G out there? Mankind also has those same receptors that dolphins, whales, and birds have. Now the problem is, is that those receptors, for some reason, are turned off on a conscious level. Now you have to ask yourself, why and how? Why are they turned off? Well, if I had to guess, it has something to do with vaccines. And it also has something to do with chemtrails, which spray heavy metals in the atmosphere and nanoparticles in the atmosphere, which means your cell walls and your cells have no defense against these things. The nanoparticles are so small that they just get right into your body without any trouble. And so if we have that, and they're trying to fire up 5G, essentially, the heavy metals that we now have in our system have cut us off from the electromagnetic shifts that the Earth goes through, and by and large, the rest of the galaxy goes through. 
I keep talking about an awareness shift. This is all part of it. That awareness shift, that data of the shift, you know, being kinder to people, being more sensitive to other people's emotions and being and, and, and not being uh, pro-war and, and realizing that your actions have an impact on others and realizing that video games may not be the best thing for us. And, you know, on and on and go. A morality is being reinstilled into the human populace, but it is a, it, they're they're trying to stymie that revitalization of morality through heavy metals and manipulating the emotions and frequencies through the 5G network. You're literally looking at the dumbing down and the docility of all of civilization because they do not want the shift to occur. And the shift is occurring, but they're trying to slow it down. They can't stop it, but they are trying to slow it down. Other examples of this shift with the electromagnetic lines being altered, you see a lot of it when it comes to uh, Arctic situations where at some point there's no ice and then lo and behold, there's a shitload of ice. Hello, Greenland. I'm looking at you. Greenland was the, oh my god, it's global warming and it's all mankind's fault. And oh my goodness, the ice is melting and the polar bears are just... By the way, all of those polar bear pictures are fake. Oh, well, they're not fake. They're miscategorized. They are actually polar bears and they are on ice. But the issue is, is that it's during summer. And do you really think polar bears are just going to lollygag around while all the ice melts and say, oh, my gosh, we have nothing to go? No, I'm pretty sure they're aware enough that if the ice starts to melt, they're going to go where the ice is. I mean, these things can swim 30 miles. I, I don't want to hear about it. It's, it's bullshit. Now Greenland has more ice than they even anticipated. So you're starting to see this polar wobble, this electromagnetic wobble, where the poles are, are literally vibrating back and forth. It's all part of this shift. Brussels has the right idea by limiting the 5G network. And the 5G network, mark my words, is going to create a lot of issues for people once they roll it out. Because there's going to be a lot of mental disruptions going on. And a lot of other issues that are going to pop out. So if you know about me... You know that I like to pay attention to foreign politics. I like to make fun of domestic politics, but I do pay attention to foreign politics. Reuters has finally come out. You know, if there's one awful human being and one cheese-eating rodent, this four-eyed goof, if there's one person that, that should be on Elon Musk's rocket to Mars, it should be this person so that we never hear from him again it's john bolton john bolton has never turned down a war if he has any chance to bomb brown people he'll do it and he wants to he you should look at his twitter john bolton cannot he fucking jacks off to his tweets whenever something negative happens to venezuela and they say, oh, well, Venezuela, it, it, it's a shit show of a country, and they can't get anything right. Well, the United States has put so many sanctions on Venezuela for one reason or another. I'm pretty sure these sanctions are not altruistic. I mean, really, it's, it's regime change. And 
Chavez, you're never going to convince me that Chavez uh, died of natural causes. No, somebody gave Chavez cancer. Because all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Chavez had cancer, and then a couple of months later, boom, the guy's dead. It's not because he was scarfing too many processed foods down his gullet. No, somebody gave him cancer, and that's what happened. And uh, John Bolton, he, oh my god, he freaking touches himself. He fondles his balls with that stupid mustache of his. Every time something negative happens in uh, fucking Venezuela. And he's causing it. He's causing it. And I'll tell you another thing. Russia and China, they're not standing around for this. China sent 120 military advisors over there, which is unprecedented. Because China has almost never sent its military outside of its own borders. And then all of a sudden, they send 120 people there. may not sound like a big deal. It's only 120 people. However, it is the significance of the symbol. So 120 people from China is an unprecedented move. And now they have got people over there. Russia has sent people there. Russia has created an attack helicopter school, which was long planned out, but the United States is playing like, oh my god, the Russians are over in Venezuela now. We have to go over there and we will not stand for this. We must start bombing more brown people. No. It was a heli an attack helicopter school, which was in the works the whole time. And so this is nothing new. It's nothing to write home about, but that's that's what's going on there. And so it is another way. And Putin said, Putin said, don't really, don't fuck around in Venezuela. You, you, you tried to do it in Syria. You tried to do it in, in uh, Georgia. You tried to do it in Iraq. You tried to do it in Afghanistan. Enough is enough. We're not going to let you do this to Venezuela. Now, don't get me wrong. Russia is not doing this for altruistic reasons. They've got some they've got a stake in all of this. Because they've got investments there, mostly with oil and, and natural gas and whatever else. Another interesting country to watch with all of this is Turkey, because Turkey is the one that is now responsible for safeguarding Venezuela's gold. They understood, Maduro understood. That if the United States is poking its nose and trying to create regime change, the first thing they're going to do is nab the gold. So they got that out of there and they gave it to Turkey for some reason. Now, John Bolton continues on and on and on. And Reuters finally, finally came out and said this little twerp. And by the way, if you ever look at a full length picture of John Bolton, it looks like he wears ballerina slippers. He's got these dainty little shoes, and he's got this little hunch, and he, he, they just look weird. He looks bizarre. Very, very bizarre. A very uneasy-looking little warmongering idiot. So journalists Leslie Rotten and David Brunstrom, they wrote... Something that we've always suspected, and this has to do with the collapse of the North Korean talks. Because all the, everybody was saying, oh, this is going to be uh, amazing. Uh, Trump is going to meet with Kim Jong-un. They're going to talk about uh, getting rid of the nuclear uh, program that North Korea has. And this is going to be a monumental occasion. 
and South Korea wants all of this to happen too because the North and South still engage in talks despite the United States saying no. They still do this, and both sides want reunification. They want to start the process. And then all of a sudden, Trump finally has the meeting with Kim Jong-un, or ill, whatever the hell we're at, at now. I forgot what vowel we're starting with. Kim Jong-un. And he walks out of the meeting early, cancels the whole thing, and says, nope, no deal. Well, why did he do that? And there were rumors that John Bolton tanked the whole thing. And there were rumors that uh, Donald Trump, uh, you know, if you listen to the mainstream, NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, those, those idiots, if you listen to those morons over there, they, they'll tell you, oh, well, Trump is not a very good negotiator. He he doesn't really know the art of the deal. I mean, he, clearly he doesn't. He was trying to negotiate with Kim Jong-un, and he tanked the whole... No, it wasn't him. The issue was John Bolton, this mustachioed moron. Trump surprised Kim, this is according to Rotten and Brunstrom, by demanding complete unilateral disarmament in exchange for a flimsy promise to lift economic sanctions sometime in the future that was the whole deal so they, they went to this meeting to talk about nuclear weapons and bomb fuel for those nuclear weapons and then all of a sudden out of nowhere trump decides to add fully dismantling all chemical and biological warfare programs and ballistic missiles launchers and associated facilities in exchange for lifting economic sanctions sometime in the near future. Aha. Uh -huh. The document appeared to represent Bolton's long-held and hard-line quote-unquote Libya model of denuclearization that North Korea has rejected uh, repeatedly. North Koreans rejected Bolton's repeated demands for it to follow a denuclearization model under which components of Libya's nuclear program were shipped to the U.S. in 2004, seven years after the denuclearization agreement was reached between the U.S. and Libya, the U.S. took part in a NATO-led military operation against his government, and he was overthrown by rebels and killed. Gee, Does anybody have any re do you have any doubts as to why Kim Jong Un said no go pound sand you fucking idiots John Bolton is a horrid human being he's a, he he will do more to demolish the earth and any sort of peace processes and he said well there's a, it's all about american dominance and american interests no. No. And then you've got the other people that are saying, well, the reason why uh, they're trying to tie this to Mueller and, um, you know, if you get Mueller off my back, I'll play ball with the, with the foreign policy. And so that's what th – th there's a lot of people that are saying that. I don't necessarily – agree with that i mean that seems like a, it's a little far-fetched essentially what a lot of people are saying is that well the reason why trump decided to go along with bolton's plan despite 
Trump saying that he could do something with uh, Kim Jong-un is because he made a deal with the deep state, he being uh, Donald Trump, to say, look, listen, I'll go along with foreign policy if you only get Mueller off my back and you allow Barr to be attorney general. And there's a lot of people that are saying, yes, it could be true, but I'm not so sure that's the case. So now you understand one of the one of the little twerps that are that are fucking around with everything that's fucking around with everything behind the scenes. You've got people like John Bolton, the deep state operatives, that they will do anything for the war industry. They're going after countries that they you know it, it, that have a lot of gold that have a lot of oil now when you see countries like that you have to understand they also have ancient technology which they're going after and in ancient ruins and and things like that there the, you've got people with a uh not necessarily a metaphysical mindset but a, a, a an esoteric mindset so think of an indiana jones kind of nazi treasure hunters looking for esoteric artifacts like the <laughs> like the ark of the covenant which by the way there are multiple arcs and then you uh, so you have this going on here so you 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 the, the bigger picture here is bolton is in charge of a lot of foreign policy and because of him you're going to see a lot more war now i hope after donald trump is uh, re-elected because I really don't see any Democrats doing anything. I mean, I've read to you the poem by Beto. Uh, so you've got caliber, that kind of caliber trying to run against Trump here. Uh, I, I, I really hope Trump gets rid of Bolton after 2020. Uh, and then, you, then you've got to ask yourself, that, and Bloomberg is reporting, that wh where did the Saudis get nuclear technology from? Where did this come from? I mean, the Saudi Arabian people or the government of Saudi. I won't even call them the people because there are very few Saudi Arabian uh, citizens, actual citizens and members of the kingdom. Uh, where did they get nuclear technology from? How did this happen? I mean, there's got to be something going on here. And this this uh, they're just about to complete. A nuclear facility. Now, why would you trust Saudi Arabia with nuclear weapons? Maybe not nuclear weapons, but I doubt it. I mean, if you're to believe uh, Israel, I mean, we don't have any nuclear weapons. Of course you do. Stop it. There's the Samson option where you've got suitcase nukes in all of your embassies. And if anybody goes against you, God willing, uh, you detonate the suitcase. I mean, get, stop. Enough. Anywhere in the world. I mean, there's a suitcase nuke in the embassies. We've got it. We, we understand. And you've got Saudi Arabia, which is has a penchant for beheading people. They're now in an, a secret alliance with Israel. And if you go back through genetics, you find out that uh, the Saudi royal family is actually Sephardic. And their, 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 their roots are actually Judaic. So you've got this ancient genetic um tie there with israel so i mean you've you've got that behind closed doors which i'll never talk about uh now they have nuclear facilities and i'm pretty sure the united states and israel has been helping the saudis with these nuclear technologies and you go oh really 
really, everybody's worried about Iran, which has never declared or invaded, which has never invaded another country. Everybody's worried, supposedly worried about that and their nuclear program. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the Saudis have a nuclear program and it's ready to go online. Where were the headlines that the Saudis are developing a nuclear program? Not, not, not forget about the idea that they're ready to fire it up. Where did they, when did they start it? And everybody's supposed to be okay with this. I think, it, I think Pompeo had something, fatso Pompeo. I mean, Jesus Christ, how do you get that guy? How does that guy bathe? Have you seen him? Jesus Christ. He, I mean, he would tumble out of a car like a water balloon through the wrong end of a funnel. Saudi Arabia, according to Argentina's IAEA envoy, Rafael Mariano Grossi, Saudi Arabia will have to move to a full-scope comprehensive safeguards agreement with subsidiary agreements before the unit is fueled. Oh, that makes me feel better. The IAEA is going around. Yeah, those are the same clowns that went along with the idea that uh, Iraq had uh, weapons of mass destruction. I mean, stop. Enough. Enough. It's pretty clear that there is some sort of deal going on here where Israel and the United States gave Saudi Arabia nuclear technology in exchange for something. I'm not quite sure what. But if you are a rational human being using logic, you would not want a country like Saudi Arabia to have nuclear power because I can almost guarantee you they're going to use that as leverage in some way to create nuclear weapons if they don't have them already. So... This is not, but, you know, they bomb Yemen out of existence. They kill people in broad daylight. Khashoggi, I'm looking at you, or what's left of you. You remember that guy. He was a, he was a reporter, I think, for the Washington Post. And all of a sudden, he was renditioned, kidnapped. Let's be honest. Let's stop using the term rendition. It's kidnapping into a Saudi embassy. He was knocked unconscious. He was chopped up while alive. His remains were thrown into buckets of acid and then distributed through the gardens of the Saudi embassy. All the while, the crown prince said, no, 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 it's not me. It's not, I, I don't know anything about this. And no, no, we don't know what happened. We don't know. We don't know. And then Turkey decided to start leaking all sorts of information. And they find, and you know, they, they, tacitly admitted and supposedly um supposedly there's blood money involved and now Kashagi's children and offspring cannot talk about anything negative involving the saudi royal family and saudi arabia uh so the bigger thing the the, the grander picture that we're looking at here with nuclear powered saudi arabia is that this does not look good for the escalation of global conflict because I can almost guarantee you this is going to be a thorn in everyone's side now that Saudi Arabia has nuclear energy well how come they can have it and Iran can't Saudi Arabia is known to do nasty things and Iran hasn't invaded another country I mean they may have 
sent people at the behest and request of people like, uh, uh, what's his name, Bashar al-Assad in Syria to beat back the ISIS phonies. But let's be honest here. It's all nonsense. It's all nonsense. This is another step in the escalation to a third world war where Saudi Arabia and Israel will create an alliance, possibly with Egypt, to take on anything that Iran does or potentially Turkey does. And to go after Syria, wipe out Gaza and all this other stuff. So, I mean, it's all there. It's all there. So I would say in the next 10 to 15 years, you're going to expect something nasty to, to occur in that area and, and other areas across the globe. Department of Justice, moving on. The Department of Justice is under the microscope, especially Attorney General William Barr. Mm-mm-mm. There are anonymous sources that are very, very close to the Mueller investigation and people that work on the Mueller investigation saying that the summary that Attorney General Barr released is slanted. And the people that worked in the Mueller investigation, they wrote their own summary. Why aren't you posting about those summaries? Why haven't you released any sort of information that validated their summaries? I'll tell you why. Because everybody that worked on the Mueller investigation were hardcore Democrats with an axe to grind that were part of the same conspiracy that started the Mueller investigation to begin with. So yes, if you are biased, you have an axe to grind, and you're abusing your power, then no, I'm not going to take your summaries seriously because you have a clear agenda. That's why those summaries were not taken into account, because the people that were on the Mueller investigation, working with Mueller, they're the, they're the ones that are trying to maintain the mystique and aura of a Russian conspiracy to hijack the 2016 elections and every single other election in the United States. Unless a Democrat wins, then it's fine. Or, unless a Republican that aligns himself with Democrats wins, then that's fine, too. Like John McCain. Thankfully, he is worm food. And nobody talks about how William Barr is a friend, a personal friend of Robert Mueller. Nobody talks about this. I mean, they go on lunch dates together. They've attended family functions together. They are friends. They get along swimmingly. They share cocktails. They go out for pizza together. They fly kites. Nobody talks about that special relationship they have. How come no? If he does have a special relationship with Bar, which we know he does, then how come nobody is saying, well, Mueller is jeopardizing the whole Mueller investigation because he's good friends with Barr. And as soon as Barr got in there, lo and behold, the Mueller investigation ended. Is Mueller biased? Is Mueller compromised, according to the left?
And guess what? You cannot release investigation reports like this. You used to be able to until the Democrats said no during the Clinton era and said, well, we have to review reports like this before we make it public because we don't want to, to make other people uncomfortable in case they don't necessarily know the role that they played in this investigation. So everyone's hemming and hot. We need to see the report in full and we need to see it right now. And what are you hiding and why are you hiding it? And so on and so forth. It's your rules. You morons. You're the ones that wrote the rules and now you don't like it. So now, we, you know, now to quote Warner Wolf, the former sports broadcaster in the New York market, change the rules. Yes, you've got to change the rules if you want this. So otherwise, shut up. You're the ones that created the law that wouldn't allow a full release of the report like this to the public. Effing morons. So now the New York Times released a story about this, quoting anonymous sources close to the Mueller investigation. One person said it was much more acute than Barr suggested. Speaking on anonymity. It's all nonsense. Washington, uh, was it the Washington Post? I think it was the Washington Post. Or the Washington Times. I forget which one of them. The New York Times, and the, I believe it's the Washington Post, reported the same thing. The same anonymous sources went to the New York Times and also went to the, I believe it's the Washington Post. Don't don't quote me on that one, but it's it's another newspaper. It's the same guy. They can verify that it's the same guy that went to both news outlets. And so, yeah, okay. Really? Really? I mean, come on. We've been through this before. I mean, clearly it's somebody that is trying to maintain the Russiagate mystique, which is not there. It's not true. It is. It has never been true. There has never been collusion. I don't know about obstruction of justice, but I doubt that too. It could be just a bunch of prickly Democrats playing devil's advocate. And, oh my God, playing the victim. Oh, he tried to obstruct justice. No. No, I really sincerely doubt this. What you're going to see is you're going to see the Mueller investigation and Mueller report be used like a football. So that the Democrats can maintain some sort of leverage. Because Lord knows they don't have any presidential candidates with any sort of leverage. Oh, who do they have in the... Who do they have that they're trying to, to throw out there? Beto. Stop it. What's his name? Cucamonga? Mayor Pete? Betty, Good, Betty Goodrich or something like that? I don't know. I don't know the guy's name. Google Google eyes. Google. I, I got it somewhere. It's in my stories here. I'll, I'll get to it at some point. Uh, but yeah, I mean, seriously, come on. Let's stop. Let's stop. They're going to try to use this against Trump as leverage in the 2020 elections so that they have something to use against. The guy. But the thing is, though, uh, Trump has a. Uh, has a few packs right now that any reporter that says anything stupid anymore, they're just going to create 30 second spots about the reporter's tweets and reporting anything they've wrote, anything they've said on a media outlet. And they're just going to play those spots and humiliate these people. And it's just there. I will be laughing my balls off. Every time I see one of these ads, I will be tickled pink. 
I will be giggling like a schoolgirl whenever I see these ads. I can't wait. I really can't. And now it's been reported by Rasmussen that Hillary that more people believe that Hillary Clinton colluded with foreign operatives than Trump colluded with foreign operatives. And there's plenty of evidence for Hillary Clinton's collusion and Hillary Clinton's shady dealings with the Russian government and the Ukrainian government and Biden too. The Clintons and Biden, they're all over. Their fingerprints are all over the Ukrainian coup and the Ukrainian government and Ukrainian fiddle-faddling in American politics. I'll get to that too. Oh, yes. Yes. It's not Russia. It's the Ukraine and it's not the Republicans. It's the Democrats. So Rasmussen reported that 40%, 47% of likely U.S. voters think Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign is more likely than President Trump's to have illegally colluded with foreign operatives. Nearly as many, 45%, still suspect the Trump campaign more. So what this is saying is, is that both sides agree that both candidates messed around with foreign operatives to let them win. Because I'm pretty sure that the margin of error is going to be at least plus or minus 3%. And as we all know, 47 and 45 is within two percentage points. So this could be this could be 50% of all Americans think that uh, Clinton messed around with foreign people and 42% of people. So, I mean, you, you've got to deal with all of that. So you can skew the numbers any way you want. If they are within three percentage points, you know it's a bullshit poll and a bullshit statistic because it is essentially meaningless. It means that both sides agree that that event occurred. So well, let's just review. I mean, this is, uh, where is this from? There's just a list here. A list here of, uh, well, Clinton's meandering with foreign governments. Let's see. Number one, the Uranium One deal, where Russia purchased the rights of 20, to mine 20% of American uranium, nuclear, radio, radioactive uranium. There was a $145 million donation to the Clinton Foundation when she was the Secretary of State. Yeah, that's not money laundering. Bill Clinton travels off to Moscow and makes five hundred grand in one hour for a stupid speech, and then he decides to hang out with Vladimir Putin at Vladimir Putin's house. Uh-huh. John Podesta. Now, everybody confuses that Hillary Clinton's emails were hacked and posted on the internet. No, they were John Podesta's emails that were hacked and posted on the internet. It was John Podesta. And John Podesta was Hillary Clinton's chief of staff. John Podesta was lined up to be Hillary Clinton's secretary of state. John Podesta has a brother, Tony Podesta, who had a contract with a Russian bank to try and remove the Magnitsky Act. Right. And, and, and try to reduce sanctions for Russian banks. That John Podesta. John Podesta sat on the board 
of an energy company called Joule Unlimited. Like Joule, J-O-U-L-E, a measurement of energy. Along with a senior Russian official, Chubai, Anatoly, C-H-U-B-A-I-S, and a Russian oligarch, supposedly, Ruben Vardanyan. And Vardanyan, or whatever his name is, almost sounds like D'Artagnan, was appointed by Putin to the Russian Economic Council. And two months after Podesta joined the board, his little company, Jewel, raised $35 million for Putin's investment fund. <laughs> and don't forget that Tony Podesta is involved in there. Podesta also failed to properly disclose his relationship to the Clinton campaign because he transferred 75,000 shares of Jewel to his daughter via a phony shell company using his daughter's address. And after Hillary Clinton lost, Jewel just disappeared. We don't know where anything went. Tony Podesta received upwards of $180,000 to lobby for the Uranium One deal. While the Clinton Foundation, remember, just accepted a $145 million bribe from the Russians. And he visited the Obama White House over a hundred times. And you're not... <laughs> You're telling me Democrats are squeaky clean. They are as pure as the wind-driven snow. They, they're the altruistic pillars of democracy, and we now need... Stop it. They're just as crooked and fucked up as the Republicans. Except they're even more fucked up and crooked than the Republicans in these instances. And then you've got to consider the Steele dossier. I mean, the Steele dossier is just another pile of horse shit. That the Clintons paid for via Fusion GPS. And Steele decided to use uh, <laughs> a Russian foreign ministry figure and a former top-level intelligence officer still active in the Kremlin as his sources. Now, don't you think the Russian, if that's, this is true, right? If we're assuming that the Steele dossier is true, which it's not then doesn't this mean that the Clinton campaign paid foreign operatives to find intelligence and create a line of bullshit against an opposite, an opposing presidential candidate in the... So the Clintons paid foreign operatives to do their dirty work. And then there was a conspiracy to spy on that person because the Clintons didn't want them to win. I mean, so if you if you want to start anywhere with foreign collusion and Russian collusion, you start here and look at all these <laughs> these things. Let's be honest here. I mean, come on. Now I sound like, I sound like Seinfeld. Come on. Oh God, how long have I been doing this? Wow, fifty one minutes. Still got a lot to go. Oh, this is the guy I was talking about. Budigish, Budigash, Pete, G Mayor Pete. Now, Mayor Pete is just another dyed-in-the-wool asshole who's portraying himself as one of the ordinary people. Booty Pete here, or Budigish, 
is what is his background? His background, if I remember correctly, is uh, naval intelligence, Rhodes Scholar. I'm going to see if I can look it up real quick. So don't mind the typing in the background. Let's see if we can find a nifty article here on him. Oh, let's go to Wikipedia because everyone knows that's good. Uh, let's, oh, Joseph and Jennifer Booty Geek. That's him. Yeah, okay. Uh, Harvard graduate, Oxford graduate for his master's. He served in naval intelligence, deployed to Afghanistan. Uh, let's see, what else did he do? Where was it? Where was, oh, worked as a consultant for McKinsey. Uh, in the Naval Reserve. Uh, where was it? Where was it? Where was it? The Cohen Group, he decided to um, start there. He was... <laughs> he worked in D.C. as a conference director for U.S. Secretary of Defense, William Cohen. Uh, so he is... Oh, let's see. He worked as a, on Senator John Kerry's 2004 presidential campaign. Uh, what else? So... And he's, I believe he's also a Rhodes Scholar. Yes. When he was at Oxford, he was a Rhodes Scholar. So you're talking about somebody that's dyed in the wool, deep state, deep state guy. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. It's not just some Mayor Pete from Podunk, Indiana here. We're talking about somebody that is very, very well connected on globalism and is a globalist through and through. Naval intelligence. You're telling me he doesn't know things here? Of course he does. A, a Rhodes Scholar. Most Rhodes Scholars are murderous assholes. Hello, Bill Clinton. Cecil Rhodes. Cecil Rhodes. That's where all this comes from. He loved to go around the planet killing native scum in the name of the British monarchy. I mean, no, this is not how this works here. I mean, people are people, I'm sorry. They should not be killed in the name of the crown. And that's the kind of people you've got receiving Rhodes scholarships. Let's stop it here. We know this guy is an idiot and we know he is not. He is not going to serve anybody's purpose other than the globalists and of course he's going to be thrown out there as this moderate person speaking for the little guy well anyway booty uh, booty butt cheeks here says that the socialism tactic is worn out and it is used to shut down any debate so here you go he is not speaking for the little guy at all. He's telling you, I do not care about a fair wage. I do not care about health care. I do not care about a college education for everybody. Uh, my, my bread is buttered with the elite and the globalists because I am all about me. That's what he's saying here. So do not buy this. Booty Butt Cheeks is, a, is an idiot. Ignore him. He is a globalist. Don't give him any attention. And Beto O'Rourke. I mean, this Beto O'Rourke, I can't. Oh, God. This bucktooth moron. I feel like he should be eating uh, tubers and roots, root vegetables, like carrots and beets, oddly enough. He's got, he's up there, he's flailing around, his arms are going in this direction and that direction. A few weeks ago, somebody had asked him, 
whether or not he would sign reparations into law for African Americans. And he said, absolutely, I would sign that into law. Well, okay, so <laughs> you want to do that. I mean, you can look at a, you can watch a, uh, was it Dave Chappelle, I think. Dave Chappelle had an excellent skit on <laughs> reparations. <laughs> oh, boy. Even Nancy Pelosi decided to uh, sign on and say, yes, we should support a reparations bill. Well, Beto has walked back his uh, claim. And he said, well, I, well, maybe I won't sign a law immediately into effect regarding reparations, but I will sign immediately a task force to look into it, which means nothing. <laughs> so all of you African-Americans out there and other minorities, do not pay attention to this man either. He is full of shit. And plus, he's not a very good poet. And he's a poor hacker. Now, the big guy, the big guy that everybody's talking about now is Uncle Joe. Joseph Biden. This, <laughs> I cannot believe, I cannot believe so many of the leftists and so many people, me too, me too, all of the women that and men and men too that like to wear vagina hats. That were saying Kavanaugh is a rapist. And Kavanaugh is the Supreme Court nominee and, you know, whatever else. He is a rapist. And, and this woman who we know nothing about came out of nowhere and funded by other Democrats. She, she came out here and said that he did it. But I can't remember where. I don't exactly remember his face. And I don't remember when. And it could have been him. And I'm a little foggy. And then other women came out and said, yes, he definitely did it. And then a few weeks later, they said, well, I can't necessarily say that it was him. And I don't know if Kavanaugh was actually at the party. So I can't really say with any sort of vindiction and affirmation that Kavanaugh did rape anybody. So it turned out to be a whole hit job. The Democrats hired a whole bunch of women to take care of this guy, and it didn't work. And, but, but now they're bending over backwards. They're, they're turning their logic on its head. They're bending into pretzels to defend Joe Biden. Oh, that's just Joe. Crazy Uncle Joe. He just – he's so touchy-feely. He doesn't mean it, though. That's just the way he is. If Joe Biden is this – this this modern day Democrat where everybody he's a regular strap hanger. Do you does anybody remember all of those videos of Joseph Biden riding the metro into Washington D.C. just like the little guy? Yeah, okay. Listen, you fucking pederast and molester. Enough is enough. There should be no excuses for this guy, and the left is bending over backwards making excuses for this schmuck. There's video evidence of this guy doing really, really awkward things. And if there weren't any cameras out there, I'm pretty sure he would be doing other icky things a lot more aggressively. If you watch the videos of Joseph Biden sniffing women's hair, grabbing onto their waists, being centimeters away from underage girls' faces, face-to-face, you're telling me that this guy 
is is going to be the Democrat nominee. You're telling me that this guy, he looks uncontrollable in those videos. He looks like he's barely able to maintain composure in those videos. It's bizarre behavior. It's somebody that looks like they have a, 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 a an animalistic drive to touch the feminine. I mean, it's it's bizarre. It's disgusting. And that's just Joe. That's just crazy Uncle Joe. What a kidder. He just loves being affectionate and rubbing shoulders and groping pussies. You've got this stuff on video. And nobody, nobody's saying he's a rapist. You've got nobody saying anything about it. Meanwhile, these same people who look at the videotape of Joseph Biden being very, 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 very awkward to a lot of women, legal or otherwise. Oh, yeah. And then there was the story that Joseph Biden likes to go swimming in the nude and made some untoward advances towards Secret Service agents. There's that story, too. And three women have come out saying that Joseph Biden is a schmuck. Meanwhile, you've got nobody that has come out except except rumors about Donald Trump raping women. What did he do? He's made he's cheated on his wife repeatedly, which I can almost guarantee you that Donald Trump and Melania have an open relationship like so many other politicians and so many other famous people. They've all got open relationships. They've all got prenups involved. If you catch me, I pay you. If I catch you, you're dead. Something like that. They've all got those agreements. I'm pretty sure Melania is catching some dick from some other guy. You know, I mean, let's be honest here. Do you really think she's going to go after Donald Trump? Do you really think they're going to share a bed and Donald Trump has got this little cashew dick rising up in the morning with the sunrise? And she's going to be all over that? I mean, come on. No, I mean, she needs <laughs> she needs a magnifying glass and a tweezer probably to find this thing. N never mind a little bit of, a, you know, a, a, a jack to lift up the flab. And, but but the thing is is that Donald Trump is cheating on his wife and making the women that he cheated on uh, his wife with sign non-disclosure agreements so they can't talk about it. And none of these women, including Stormy Daniels, has said that Donald Trump raped me. The media is saying that, but these women are saying it's consensual. Stormy Daniels came out and said sex with Donald Trump was consensual. It was weird, but it was consensual. But for some reason, the media is saying that Donald Trump is a rapist and a misogynist because he probably cut someone in line at Trader Joe's. So, but they don't do anything about just Joe Biden. Ha ha. I mean, Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi has been just she put on tap shoes and started to tap dance around the whole issue. She says, I don't think that this disqualifies him for being president. Not at all. However, Uncle Joe should join. I'm burping over here. <laughs> I've got guttural er after an hour and three minutes. 
Joseph Biden should join the straight arm club. Okay, Nancy, what's the straight arm club? I don't think it disqualifies him. I do think this about communication in general. I'm a member of the straight arm club. I am a straight armor. I just pretend you have a cold and I have a cold. But I think it's important for the vice president and others to understand it is it isn't what you intended. It's how it was received. No, sweetheart, I'm pretty sure what we're looking at is what he intends to do. And what we think he is doing is really what he wants to do. Meaning, he wants to grope women of any age. Oh, and Nancy Pelosi adds, Oh, my grandchildren love Joe Biden. He's an affectionate person to children, to senior citizens, to everyone. That's just the way he is. Okay, so, Miss Pelosi, are you part of a human trafficking ring? Because a lot of politicians are, and it's coming out more and more. Did you sell your grand? Are you selling your grandchildren? Are they part of all of this? Is that why crazy Uncle Joe could just be so affectionate around them? Ha ha! Ugh. Ugh. An accuser came out on Monday. Former congressional aide to Representative Jim Hines of Connecticut said that Biden grabbed her by the head. He put his hand around my neck and pulled me in to rub noses with me. When he was pulling me in, I thought, is he going to kiss me on the mouth? I never filed a complaint, to be honest, because he was the vice president. I was a nobody. There's absolutely a line of decency, and there's a line of respect. Crossing that line is not grandfatherly. It's not cultural. It's not affection. It's sexism and misogyny. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And all this started because of Flores. She's out there saying that this Uncle Joe bullshit is just that. He is a philanderer and a misogynist. And he likes groping people. I mean, stop it already. Why, why, I, why, they really want this guy to be the front runner. They really, really want Joseph Biden to be the one that runs against Trump. I mean, I don't understand why. But, I mean, let's it's just crazy. Another woman, and we were up to three women, besides the women that we saw in the videotapes. Another woman came out. Biden approached her. Her name is Vail Cornert Yunt. Jeez. Woof. She was an intern. Oh, taking a page out of uh, Bill Clinton's pay, uh, playbook. And a White House intern during the spring of 2013. She tried to exit the basement of the West Wing. And when she was asked to step aside so Biden could enter. And after she moved out of his way, Biden approached her to introduce himself to her. He then put his hand on the back of my head and pressed his forehead to my forehead while he talked to me. I was so shocked that it was hard to focus on what he was saying. I remember he told me I was a pretty girl. She describes the feeling that was uncomfortable and embarrassed that Biden had commented on her appearance in a professional setting, even though it was intended as a compliment. I do not consider my experience to have been a sexual assault or harassment, but it was the kind 
of inappropriate behavior that makes many women feel uncomfortable and unequal in the workforce. Sophie Karasek, K-A-R-A-S-E-K, was part of a group of 51 sexually assaulted victims who appeared on stage at the Oscars with Lady Gaga. This took place in 2016. The Post is reporting this. And Biden had introduced the singer's performance. Karasek sat on stage and said she met Biden. She was thinking about a college student. She was thinking about a, a, who had been sexually assaulted and recently died by suicide. She decided to share the story with Biden. And this is what his idiot does. Biden responds by clasping her hands and leaning down to place his forehead against hers. What? What kind of awkwardness is this? Talk about crossing the line. Then there was, a, I mean, it, it's just weird, weird, awkward behavior. And this is the guy that's going to run as president. Seriously, this is the guy, this is who they're pulling out. I mean, come on here. And you're just making excuses. Just making excuses for all this. And not only that. Not only that, but Biden is having a lot of problems. So much so with all of this, he did not apologize. He just said, well, I, I, I am a people person. And social norms are changing. I understand that. And I've heard what these women are saying. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. You've caught enough flack. And your campaign. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't say that you're running for office yet. Your pre-campaign campaign is in damage control. So you've got to say something about all this. He goes on. Politics to me has always been about making connections. But I will be more mindful about respecting personal space in the future. That's my responsibility, and I will meet it. The boundaries of protecting personal space have been reset, and I get it. I get it. To which the Donald Trump campaign decided to mock this video of Biden acknowledging his feisty digits by creating... And inserting and photoshopping a Biden coming up behind Joseph Biden with his hands on Biden's shoulders and sniffing Biden's ears. It's pretty funny. You can find me on Twitter at Cafe Americane CD because I've retweeted it. So you can find it on there. Uh, and finally, this is the final thing I was going to talk about because Biden is, uh, you know, and all these other Democrats, they're out there saying that Trump colluded, Trump colluded. Well, it's just so turns out that Joseph Biden, along with Victoria Newland and other Democrat operatives, are neck deep, neck deep into icky things going on in the Ukraine. Mainly the coup that overthrew the Ukraine. And Joseph Biden, while he was vice president, 
had his son act as a consultant for the energy giant of the Ukraine, Burisma Holdings. So this is what happened, essentially. I'll give you the Reader's Digest version here. Joseph Biden was vice president. Hunter Biden, Joseph Biden's son, was on the board of a of an energy company that was dealing with the Ukraine. Hunter Biden was paid $166,000 per month. Not quite Bill Clinton money of doing an hour-long speech for 500000 but 166000 per month as a consultant and sitting on the board. Well, this company is known to be corrupt. And this company isn't very honest with its finances. So somebody in the Ukraine, and, and, and Biden talks about this, Somebody in the Ukraine said, okay, this company must be looked at, and this is, it just has funny business written all over it. So we're going to invest this company, and we're going to start subpoenaing people. And Hunter Biden is one of those people that are going to be subpoenaed. Okay, well, Joseph Biden found out about this, and said, we are not going to give you $1.8 billion in aid unless you fire this attorney that's investing this, that's in, uh, investigating this company. <laughs> yes, that's what's going on here. And in 14 months, Hunter Biden made $3.1 million. Outrageous. Outrageous. Fucking rages. Schweitzer. So this is an article. I believe it's on Breitbart. Uh, or it was, let's see. No, it, well, it was on Breitbart, but it was on Sirius XM. Uh, Sirius XM's Breitbart News Tonight. Schweitzer highlighted Hunter Biden's lack of professional or exper experiential bona fides in terms of his board position at Burisma Holdings. Suffice to say, Schweitzer says, Hunter Biden has no background in the Ukraine. He has no background in energy policy. There's really no legitimate explanation as to why he got this deal with this energy company, other than the fact his father was responsible for doling out financial aid to the Ukraine itself while he was vice president. Schweitzer went on. It's a huge problem, and it goes to this question of corruption and potential payoffs and bribes that these foreign entities were making to the Bidens in exchange for hopefully getting favorable treatment, just like the Clinton Foundation. And Joseph Biden even goes around talking about this, but he doesn't tell you that his son was involved, and it, he doesn't tell you that the reason why he went around telling people that he wanted this one guy fired, Shokin, the top prosecutor in the Ukraine that was investigating the Hunter Biden thing, was General Viktor Shokin. Well, Shokin was investigating Burisma and wanted Hunter Biden to explain some stuff. And that's where all of this started. 
That's where all of this started. So the Obama administration, after it overthrew a democratically elected president of the Ukraine to insert and install Poroshenko, said, we're not going to uh, give you $1 billion in U.S. loan guarantees until you fire this guy. And according to Joseph Biden, son of a bitch, they did it. They fired him, and we gave him the aid. He's very proud of this. Very, very proud. So not only does Biden have issues with touching women in inappropriate ways, but Biden also has issues in the Ukraine and foreign influence and pushing around other governments so that he can cash in on this. He's like, hey, the Clintons do it. Why can't I? Bill Clinton goes around touching interns. Why can't I? Bill Clinton has the Energizer, which is a reference to a book on the Clintons where uh, Clinton uh, would have a woman he deemed the Energizer come into his house when Mrs. Clinton Hillary was away. He's got the Energizer. Why can't I do that? Bill Clinton is on the rapist Jeffrey Epstein's island touching all sorts of women. Why can't I do that? All these countries are donating, I mean bribing, the Clinton Foundation. Why can't I dip my beak into something like this? I'll send my son as a consultant. So, yeah, I mean, so Biden's a fucking idiot. And the Democrats are even more fucking stupid if they really are considering Joseph Biden as a serious contender. And the media is all in on it. They, they've doubled down. They are bending themselves into pretzels to defend Joseph Biden's salacious and disgusting behavior when it comes to women and touching women and, and sniffing hair. You can only imagine the filth that this person does to women and other people, underage or not, behind closed doors when there are no video cameras. You can only imagine what's going on there. So that's it for me. Just don't pay attention to any Democrat candidates. And there, who's the, you're going to pay attention to Trump? I mean, this, this thing is locked. I, who else are you going to have? Michelle Obama? Maybe I'd like to see that one. What, Hillary again? Yeah, sure, if she can walk straight. Good effing luck. So that's it for me. Uh, this is the Cafe Americane podcast. I have been your host, Chris Michaels. You can listen to me on Podbean, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also listen to my biweekly podcast uh, called Resonance. That's with On The Wake Up Radio. You can listen to Resonance on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and Google Play. Until next week, this is your intrepid host, Chris Michaels. Thank you for listening. <laughs>